Who's doing the intro? You. Okay. Welcome back to God Bless the Enneagram. We didn't post an episode yes, no, not yesterday, but last week. Our audio was shit. Hopefully it sounds a little bit better today. We are currently in Boise, Idaho. Woohoo! Together. Together. So we're sitting on my bed. <laughs> not on opposite coasts. Not on opposite coasts. Right, because normally I'm in Brooklyn and Christie's in Bend, Oregon. So hopefully the audio will sound pretty good for th- just this episode. Maybe we'll get another one in. And today we're talking about the security arrow. Also known as the growth arrow, but I don't like using that term as we've decided. I may still use it on accident. Growth, security. Integration. What is security or integration? What is this arrow in the Enneagram diagram? What does it mean? To me, security is when you're just feeling well. Mm -hmm. You're doing well. Everything's okay. The last episode, we talked about the stress arrow, which is when, even if it's a temporary situation or when you're not feeling good. I think it's more fun to talk about the stress stuff. I think a lot of people like to hear, I think it's just more interesting, but I think it's really good if you're trying to improve yourself or just, you know, learn a little bit more about your behaviors, especially for the new year. People want to sort of, um, just be better people. So yeah, we're talking about how each number is going to move towards their security arrow. Yeah. Just kind of how we ebb and flow in and out of like security and stress and then back into security and how we deviate from just behaving like our dominant type. We are going to talk about each of the types and what number they behave like under security when they feel at their best when there's not stress in their life or stress going on in their body Mm -hmm. type one goes to type seven so that means type ones the perfectionist will behave like the seven when they are in security in a secure state and the seven is the enthusiast one start to get much more relaxed because their their goal is to do things right like there's always a rule right there's always like an order to things moving towards the seven insecurity they feel that they can relax and just sort of enjoy things as they are instead of how they should be or what they think they should be yep they become really playful they develop a sense of humor and they become really spontaneous like sevens They just let go, which is a beautiful thing for a one to just be able to let go. Ones are able to make valuable contributions, even if they're not perfect. We posted on our Instagram account the last of the New Year's resolution. Yeah, so on our Instagram account, God Bless the Enneagram, we posted a couple of days ago for the new year, resolutions for each of the types. I go to my Instagram now and look at the one. It's a little girl on her brown horse and she's saying she traded in her white horse for a brown one. New year, new me. It was just having fun with the fact that ones definitely need to just relax and not be so judgmental and also not to see the world as how things have to be and just relax a little bit. Yeah. Right. Be okay with something that's less than perfect. 
and know that it'll be fine and that it'll work and that they're, they don't have to carry the weight of the world and make everything come into existence and be perfect and work perfectly that they can just let go. Like it's seven. Yeah. Christy's mom is here visiting as well. And her and my mom are getting along really well. They're like two peas in a pod. My mom just took the Enneagram test. Her first number came up as a two, but we kind of, I think she, the next one was a one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's determined that she's most likely a one when she's relaxed She's so much fun and she mm-hmm. really taps into like being a kid, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Being really playful. Mm-hmm. Yep. The ones, when they're not under stress, they can see life is beautiful. And I think that's the struggle for them is instead of feeling like life is beautiful, they feel like things in life need to be fixed yeah. or updated or made perfect but if you're in a state where you can feel like a seven and live like a seven you have rose-colored glasses and you see that everything is beautiful and every life experience is beautiful even if it's not perfect super sweet when i think about it it's like oh what a relief that you Mm -hmm. can just be okay so the next one is type two the helper and they move towards the four which is the individualist. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So me, Gina being a two, I think when I, when I started to work on trying to tap into like my feelings with actually, I should say my negative feeling, if I was upset or angry, I could, I can now be honest most of the time. Like if I'm feeling safe and secure, I can definitely just say like, I'm not having a good time. Or like, I want to go home or I don't like this or yeah. So just definitely being able to express how I truly feel is definitely moving towards the four because they're so emotionally honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they, the twos, when they're feeling secure, they gain their own sense of identity because the fours really have an idea of who they are and it's very complex. And with twos, they're so identified with others and pleasing others and making sure others are okay and picking up on others energy that it helps them be a little bit more selfish and a little more um, independent from others and a little more introspective, even though twos are very introspective anyway, but just more focused on their inner world and the depths of what's going on inside of them instead of being distracted by the needs of everyone else. Yeah, for sure. They're able to, acknowledge the dark side of life too because two sevens and nines are very um positive focused they don't really like looking at negative things yeah it's really scary like if i start thinking about negative things i could i could go really dark very quickly like when those negative thoughts start to arrive or just the darker side of life i can feel my body like tensing up and then I quickly switch gears to something more positive or maybe just ignoring it altogether. Mm-hmm. But the four allows the four influence as your security number. The integration number allows you to be okay with yeah. looking at the darker aspects of your inner world or right. of life. Being okay, like, you know, shit happens. And not just staying on the sunny side of life. Yes. Okay, so the three... 
the achiever goes to the six, the loyalist. The three, six, and nine to me are yeah. We were just talking about this. They are the tri- they are the Bermuda Triangle of the, the Bermuda- Enneagram. Yes, the Enneagram. Totally. I just said the Enneagram. Okay, we need to trademark that. <laughs> Not the Enneagram, but the <laughs> three, six, tri- and nine being the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. I just can't wrap my mind around the three going to the six. So. The three is very much wanting to be in the limelight, wanting to be acknowledged for their accomplishments, their achievements. And so moving towards the six, they start to become much more uh, in tuned or not in tuned, but um, connected to people Mm -hmm. because that's what the six does. The six is very people oriented. They look to them as like influence on life. And whereas the three typically is like, that's where I get confused. Okay, the three, I imagine that the three, um, the three's position is above people to perform, mm. to be on the stage, to achieve, to be acknowledged for their achievements and valued for how they perform. So they're on the stage. Yeah. And funnily, funnily enough, <laughs> um, that's what our New Year's resolution for the three was, is to let others be on the stage. And the sixes are very much seeking authority. So they're not on the stage. They are looking for security and connected to others on the same level or even almost below. Like they're seeking someone to hold their hand and guide them. Whereas the three is positioned above, I would say, others. The three insecurity going to a type six, they are able to take off their showman's mask, you know, and really connect with people for the first time and actually get that sense that they are valued for who they are and not just how they perform. They make that social connection and it's an intimate one. And it's a humble, it's more humble as well. All right. You explained that really well. I think I finally, I finally wrapped my mind around it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> until tomorrow then we'll until be tomorrow yeah. again and i think to the threes also are able to affirm others instead of being on the stage yeah like allowing the other person to be there with them mm-hmm. and allowing to them. them to achieve and yeah. allow, supporting them yeah sixes are definitely very supportive people and i think a good thing for a three to do is to take that burden off of them and donate to charity anonymously or do something that they won't get the reward or the feeling that they did something amazing. They can acknowledge that within themselves and know that they did something that was valuable in society. Right. Without every, everyone having to see yep. or acknowledge for them. Okay. Next one's four. Okay. So the type four, the individualist insecurity, when they're feeling great, they behave like a type one perfectionist. And I think something I read that makes sense is to focus on the numbers as the label and not so much the names that are given to the types because the way we relate to each of the numbers may not be specifically that aspect, that name that's been given to the type. So I'm just saying these so that um, whoever's listening can get an idea of who we're talking about here. Under security or in integration, the fours become much more objective instead of subjective. I feel like my inner world is so subjective. It's like riding a roller coaster and feeling like I'm attached to every 
aspect of my experience and I can't move. Mm -hmm. I can't act. And I either feel or think, and those two things stimulate each other. And so I just get stuck and I can't act. Emotional paralysis. Yeah. Analysis paralysis and emotional paralysis as well. So it feels amazing when I'm feeling really good to act and not be so worried about making the wrong decision or if I change my mind or, you know, worried about every aspect of what happens when I act, just act first. And that feels very healthy to me. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense with the one being in the instinctual triad, mm -hmm. instinctive triad. Yeah. The gut triad. Just going with your gut without having to dive into the feelings Mm -hmm. of it. Right. I'm not so worried about how I will feel in the future if I do something or change something. I just am able to do it and it feels amazing. Even if I make a mistake, it still feels better than worrying about what would happen or how I would feel. Imagine that. Yep. (laughs) And fours become really productive, like healthy ones. They lose the need to feel understood, which I do as well. Even doing this podcast right now, I feel like I'm not worried about what other people are going to think or how it's going to be perceived or how I'm going to be perceived because I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy and secure. It's because you're on my bed. Yes, that's true. Um, And it goes from being for a four in this fantasy world into something very objective and very real. Black and white. Mm Mm-hmm. And fours feel a lot lighter when they're behaving as a one because all of that emotional turmoil is... Not weighing you down. Yes. Yeah. And the pessimism fades away because there's not that self-doubt or self-disparaging voice in your head. You can actually be pessimistic and things may go well. That's why in our type four Instagram post about the, (laughs) what was it? It was, um, okay. So the type four new year's resolution. So cute. It's Chrissy as a baby in the crib. And it says, so wake up to pocket full of sunshine every morning to get you on that positive side of life. Mm -hmm. Amen. Fours. Do you hear me? (laughs) That diffusest voice. I mean, you've known me for long enough. I will talk myself out of anything. Yes. And I can find like a negative aspect about a lot of things. And that fearful voice will become. I have to say it's, I mean, some of it can be negative, but some of it is just real. Like sometimes things do look like that. They feel like that. And I think if you stay there too long, it can get very moody so it's like identifying that, yes, this is not good. And then just moving on, mm-hmm. not staying there. Right. Being able to feel like you can problem solve and even act your way out of those feelings. Like just choose something, anything. Yeah. Okay. We acknowledge that you feel that way. <laughs> and I think that's really healthy for a four to have friends and support that can acknowledge that, yes, you are feeling this way. That is scary. Yes, I validate that. Okay, now move on. Now what's the next thing? That's super healthy for a four. Okay, type five. So type five is the 
observer. The observer. And in security, it moves to the eight, the challenger. The five is, I think, to me, the most interesting type. Mm-hmm. Because I know a few type fives. One of them is on a pretty healthy level and the other one not so much but they're just very interesting people they know a lot they they can definitely bring insight to the table which is awesome they can also be very too inward so moving into security integration they become a lot more trusting of their environment instead of being afraid of it and they let go of that need to have to know Mm -hmm. Uh, so they build a lot more self-confidence mm-hmm. and connect to the real world without having fear. They tend to feel like their primary value to society is what they know. They're valued for what they know and the information they can give. However, fives have so much more to offer. Um, and so at eight, they become very assertive instead of introverted and inward looking like eights they're in the gut triad as well they just act and they can do and they can assert themselves and i see fives being like we were talking about earlier self-confident in what they know but not so much in who they are truly if you take more into consideration than just what they know fives have more anxiety and more of a cerebral connection which makes them not able to act and not able they get analysis paralysis Mm -hmm. and eights are the opposite they're not worried about yeah they're not worried at all they're just just very instinctual like this is the gut feeling that i have i'm gonna go with it Mm -hmm. without thinking or feeling Mm -hmm. just because i know yep and they're willing to take risks and fives will overanalyze every aspect of the risk and study it and read books about it before they do anything. And this reminds me so much of my dad because I truly believe he's a five, but he will wait an entire year and do research for an entire year before he buys anything like a car or before he builds a shed, he will research how to become a carpenter and then he'll build the, build the shed himself. Wow. And so with eights, they're not going to take the time to do all that research. They're just going to start building a shed. Right. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And they'll figure it out along the way. Arrogantly. Yes. (laughs) But that's good for a five to get a little bit of that arrogance in their system. Yeah, you that confident boost. Yeah. And I think being in the gut triad, having a number that's in the gut triad that you go to in security, that means you're going to be tapped into your body because it's also called the body triad as well. Just being tapped into the sensation of being and doing versus that cerebral world that fives live in. And I see fives becoming more supportive of others and more compassionate and connected to others when they move into the eight. Do the fives tend to judge other people when they don't know something? I have a five wing and I would say I do for sure. Yeah. Because I can definitely see that with you. And not so much judgmental as in like, oh, you're stupid. Mm -mm, mm -mm, Yeah. But it's like, there's this judgment of, wait, I can't let you go on knowing that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the five in my life is definitely the same way, but because she is a five, that's her dominant. She is, she will stop you at all costs from saying something wrong. And I think for a five, something that would be really helpful to tap into that physical world sensation connection is to practice meditation or anything physical that gets them out because ones or excuse me because fives can be very cerebral yeah and like i mean my dad or the fives that i know they're very i think fives and sixes should exercise the most because they have all that those anxieties mm-hmm. and they need to channel that energy out mm-hmm. if they're trying to release that anxiety going towards growth of just yeah. Yeah, letting it go. I was going to say, I was reading the Tao of Pooh. There's a quote in there, and I can't remember the exact wording, but basically physical activity is good for the body. Slowing the mind is good for the mind. Move your body, slow your mind. And for fives, I think that's important. That's why meditation is also good because just being able to slow your mind down and find that peace and right. stillness. The, the whole meditation thing is you're not supposed to be thinking. Okay, sixes. The loyalist goes to the type nine, which is the peacemaker. So here's the Bermuda Triangle of the Enneagram again. <laughs> the type six is dependent on others in order to decrease their anxiety in order to find their place in the world, to know what to do, to feel safe in the present moment. And when they go to nine insecurity or integration, they become people that others can start relying on. They become more optimistic because I see the peacemaker as the eternal optimist. Right. So if the six is again, the six has the anxieties like the five does and if they're tapping into the nine, they definitely become more peaceful and calm and feeling secure that trusting themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely trusting themselves. And they become more balanced and centered. I see them as people who can make up their minds themselves. And I feel like that's how James is as a nine. Like he, he just... He just goes with it. He knows. He just goes. And maybe he doesn't even think about it that hard or tap into the feeling center as much. He just kind of makes a decision on the fly. Very spontaneous. And when sixes aren't under stress, they're not looking for a guru or looking out for potential threats. They're like the nine. They're just the optimist. Like, oh, everything will just work out. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. Um, and they can find their place in the world, too. I wanted to say something else about the six. I forgot what it was, though. I think it was just, again, being confused a little bit with the six needing to have the that guide, right? Mm-hmm. The, like, mentor. And they definitely need support. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe I'm going to answer my own question. Because the nine doesn't necessarily seek that out. They just know that they're supported. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Like when the sixes are feeling secure, they're not looking anymore for outside support. They're just like... They know they are they supported. Just have and they can have their own sense of autonomy before they make a decision and they know mm. that they're supported. They don't have to look to find the support. 
Okay, good. Yeah. It's a lot more clear now. And they feel more peaceful, like a peacemaker. Yeah. Because sixes have that underlying anxiety. Okay, so the next one is type seven. Type seven is a... Enthusiast. Enthusiast. And they move towards the five. This is our favorite one, I think. Yeah, I do like this one as well. The seven, very much happy-go-lucky, but at the same time, a little erratic, I would say. Not wanting to sit still. Uh, And so as they move towards security, they're able to, like the five, go deep, uh, more emotionally deep. And they become more okay with the darker and more painful side. Mm -hmm. So if I remember correctly, the sevens haven't processed like a prior trauma, right? As it in in their childhood or some... That's a possible childhood scenario. Okay, possible childhood scenario. Yeah, that they either had support at one point mm-hmm. and had a really great connection with the parent and then it was taken away or they just didn't have that to begin with to begin with yeah okay um so they're kind of on the run to they have the rose-colored glasses but they're just looking for the next experience in order to ease their anxiety and um kind of run from their pain because pain for them they don't want to be deprived that's terrifying to them. So they're looking for life's experiences that's just going to fill them up. And it's just this cup that never quite fills up enough to ease their pain. But they try. Instead, as they gain more security, they're able to gain a little bit more perspective within themselves and their pain. And also allowing them to be okay with being alone. I see them as being extroverted. Oh, for Maybe sure. Not all the time, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see them being extroverted, too. I see them being extroverted or being able to be on the go and not be completely overstimulated all the time like an introvert. Like, if they are an introvert, they're maybe on the border of introvert or extrovert. Yeah. We could be wrong, but... Yeah, we definitely could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But this is kind of how I see them. Like, in order to take in all that stimuli of life, life experience, you would need to be an extrovert in order to handle all that stimuli when they go toward five the fives are very introverted usually and very inward always pondering yes the sevens are able to gain perspective and slow down and sit and stay and cultivate a sense of home and safety and they're able to sit with their pain and able to process things and gain perspective about what they're feeling pain and deprivation about and they're yeah. okay with being alone they definitely need more grounding mm-hmm. to feel they can stop and be okay mm-hmm. if they're feeling secure or quote-unquote growing they're okay with just staying in whatever emotions they encounter they're able to get perspective about them and process them and Find healing. I think that's the rose-colored glasses and the flitting about the world. In my in my mind, that's kind of the extreme stereotype that I have for them. But mm-hmm. um, they're able to not use that to avoid their pain. They're able to actually sit and do some self-work and some self-therapy and heal the pain, heal their past hurts, confront it, and actually do something about it versus suppressing it or repressing it. 
I'm trying to imagine like a really healthy seven. Mm-hmm. I guess someone who's who has done that, who has done the work in processing any past pain. And then those rose colored glasses really just turn into being okay with what is Mm -hmm. like the truth. Yes. Right. And I think fours have a lot to learn from sevens too, because we need to have some of the seven rub off on us in terms of the positive rose colored glasses. Cause our glasses are poop covered. Poop colored. They're covered in caca. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so the sevens are, you know, I think I look up to the sevens for their positivity and just being their hearts being filled with life experience. Yeah. I mean, the one seven or the one person I think might be a seven in my life, it appears that they're making the most of it. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Go sevens. The other thing, being able to sit and stay, which is our New Year's resolution for the seven Mm -hmm. on Instagram, is that they become more grounded. Like you were saying, they're able to be more grounded. I think signing up for any sort of class where they have to go to something regularly would be really healthy for them. So like signing up for a gardening class or... Oh, yeah. Even like taking up class. some sort of... A hobby. Hobby. Learn to play the piano. Stick with something that feels good, that allows you to express some of that repressed hurt. wonder if... The sevens, and if anyone's listening who's a seven, let us know. But I'm wondering if sevens also are those people who jump from, like, hobby to hobby to hobby because of the stimuli. Like, Perhaps. they get bored, maybe? Yeah. I think they take interest in it, and it's quick, and it's shallow. Like, they don't go super deep with it, and then they're on to the next thing. Yeah. So something that they stick to, like go to a class for a year or more and practice something that makes you feel more mindful and slow down. Start a podcast (laughs) and try and be consistent. (laughs) All right. Next is the type eight, which is the challenger. And as they move towards security, they go towards the type two, the helper. All right. So the eights, I see them as very powerful people, the like, very confident, know what they're doing. They just do it. They think they can be maybe a little bit arrogant sometimes. So going towards their security as the two, they gain a lot more compassion and humility. Softness. Softness. To me, a healthy eight is like, and not to get confused, but a two when they're going towards unhealthy is an eight. But when I see an eight, a healthy eight, I'm usually in awe. Mm-hmm. Because they are so strong, but if they're also tapping into that softer side, to me, it just looks like, wow, I want to be like that. Yeah. When an eight in growth or security or integration becomes more like a two, they become more vulnerable. So they're strong, but vulnerable. And yeah. those two, two things are not opposites, though we often we often see, yes. seem like they are. Yes. They often seem like they are. And so... It's a beautiful thing for an eight to become more vulnerable. And the magic is that they will be loved for who they truly are. And they won't have to feel like 
someone is trying to control them. They'll just be able to let go and be soft like a child. When eights go to two, they have the opportunity to become healers, which is such a beautiful thing. I've never looked it up, but I have this feeling that Oprah is an eight, like a healthy eight. Really? And I think I did see one that she's a two or a three. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's extremely self-confident and can be very intimidating, Mm -hmm. but she's so vulnerable and definitely tapped into the like softer side that Mm -hmm. she does heal like people want to hear what she has to say and imagining someone like that yes and the other aspects of the eight because they're in the gut triad when they move toward the two in security they're able to actually think and feel they're tapped into that feeling as a more primary triad um, connection so Instead of just acting and doing before they feel, they actually are tapped into the feelings, their sensation of emotion in their body. And I think that's also a really beautiful thing because they become more empathetic and connected to others and they can feel what others will be feeling. And they're, they, they become less concerned about others controlling them and more connected in feeling what other people are feeling. And I'm sure once you do that, you realize most people aren't trying to control other people. They're just in their own world, feeling their own feelings, experiencing what they're experiencing. And that allows the eight to let go even more. Having that sense of empathy. My mom wants to know what kind of ice cream we want. Pacific, North, and also what you want. You get needs too. If they have it, the, what is it? The Talento or what's it called? Talenti? Uh-huh. Belgian milk chocolate. If they don't have it, I don't want anything. Okay. Okay, so type nines, they are the peacemaker and they move to the type three insecurity, which is the achiever. And so, again, we're at the Bermuda Triangle. We're at the Bermuda Triangle again. We're lost. However, this one does make a little more sense than the others to me. Yes. Yeah. A nine can be a bit aloof when it comes to their own emotions and like how they're feeling. They develop a stronger sense of their identity independent from other people. Mm -hmm. The nines are the peacemaker. And so usually at average, what they do is try to gain a sense of harmony inside their soul and in their social world. And so their motive is to bring peace to the situation so they feel good. And they can be inside their body and feel safe. And so when they behave like a three, they become much more assertive to get what they want. And they can prioritize in order to reach goals. I see them accomplishing great things and just focus. Can I say something? Yeah. Sorry, I mean to interrupt you. But I just think when I think of an entrepreneur, I think of a nine. Because in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to somewhat be aloof and totally optimistic. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can get up every day. And if you are moving towards growth and you become goal oriented, so you tap into the three who has a lot of energy, they want to perform well, 
they're going to be very decisive in like what they need to do and how to prioritize it. That's the entrepreneur that makes it. Mm-hmm. They're, I see them as being a nine in security mm-hmm. and nine in integration and growth. Like that optimism and that ability to kind of be adaptable in a situation and make peace and kind of, kind of people please in a way, mm-hmm. but insecurity and doing the achieving and setting goals and prioritizing and being fully energetic. And I know the nines struggle with being a little bit more stagnant in terms of what they need to get done and that they have a, the identity piece. They're not sure who they are because I think they're so others focused and so positive focused that they're not tapped into reality. Mm-hmm. And so I see them as being anxious when they're trying to make a plan to get something done because you have to deal with reality mm-hmm. when that's happening at three, they can feel safe stating what their needs are and setting goals and accomplishing without fearing that they're going to disturb the peace. And I think I thought you were saying something about the energy, but maybe I already said it. We both said it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that. I was saying, yeah, they're definitely more energetic. Mm -hmm. The threes I know are fucking energetic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The nines become more socially appropriate and are able to read the room because they're tapping into the feeling triad. Almost that empathy of like, what am I walking into? Okay. This is how I behave. I think a three knows how to read the room because they're the performer. They're can definitely read the audience they know what they want and a nine is just a bit unaware of those things and if they're moving towards security like the three they can then start to see what the energy is like in the room or even just one person even if it's just one person Mm one-on-one how do you explain that to a nine you can't i don't think you can only when they're not under stress all right so we covered all of them that was good do you think next time we're going to talk a little bit about um, astro- how astrological signs match up that would with be fun. the types? Yeah, that would be really fun. I really want to know if our listeners have an opinion about what astrological signs match up with what types, or I want to know what their types are and what their astrological sign is. Just oh, yeah, for that's fun. good. Well, okay, we'll do a, a poll on um, Instagram Okay, asking our 45 followers <laughs> what they think. Uh, Mom, thanks. You're number 43. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I I think this was really fun because it's definitely it definitely helps people to understand not just their type, but like what their type does when it's under stress and when it's, you know, insecurity and feeling like it's moving towards self-development. Yep. And that you can almost even under stress, have a healthy relationship with your security number and and be more mindful and choose and see for yourself that you are under stress and kind of shift things a little bit for yourself. Yeah. Um, Not that you under stress is not okay and acceptable. It's just that you do have a choice and that you can move a little bit back into security by becoming more like your security number. At least that's how I see it. And it's been really helpful for me to see it that way. Yeah, me too. And the encouragement you've given me has been 
Christy, just do it. Just act. You can feel and you can hurt and you can be fearful. I'm serious. Do it. Just do it. Quit contemplating it. Yeah. And that's really healthy. And under stress, that helps me decide something that's healthier than what my normal personality I think I'm only able to do that because I have my one wing with that instinctual gut, like, just do it. But I can definitely, as well, become incredibly indecisive and paralyzed with, like, what to do or how to move forward or what are people thinking or, yeah. But anyway. Which might be our air sign, too. (laughs) Yeah, so we're both air signs. All right. Well, thank you for listening and we will see you guys next time. Yep. And answer our poll about your astrological sign and your Enneagram type because we're curious. So we'll post that soon on our Instagram. Bye. Bye.